Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back because uh, the crisis that we predicted, remember, that I've been predicting for almost two years now and that uh, I continue to predict recently, um, it's, it's actually happening. Um, as I've mentioned that every single time the U.S. interferes with Pakistan, the first thing that they want to do through their treacherous minions is instability. Instability in any country uh, is fundamental in order to create a situation for other countries to dominate that country or to invade that country. And as I've talked about the fake revolutions that America has been responsible for in many countries, um, the failed fake revolutions that it has been responsible for in Iran, the uh, toppling of governments, the creation of shortages of uh, staple uh, products and items and subsidized items and the artificial shortage of um, basics, basically, um, of basics of life, including food. Now imagine a country that is uh, so self-sufficient in food that it actually exports um, most of what it grows or what it produces. Now imagine that that country could actually face food shortage. That in itself should tell you that there is a conspiracy going on. Um, number two, the fact that a country that has uh, petroleum worth of uh, over a hundred years minimum and that is not even exploited because the company um, that was supposed to exploit um, the petroleum reserves in Pakistan um, it was forced, the tender was forced to be given to an American company, which in turn basically closed all the outlets, all the wells um, on the specific orders of the American government so that Pakistan should never be self-sufficient in oil. So Pakistan basically has been paying this American company to exploit oil and this American company has been taking orders from the American government to close all the wells after opening them up. Um, on the other side, we have 200 years worth of natural gas and suddenly um, the Sui gas people are announcing a shortage of gas. So these things themselves are already enough to lead you to a prediction of uh, terrorism and crime and criminal incidents because that is next in line always. So the, the first half was taken care of by the illegal government of the Shabash Sharif and uh, you know who basically took all the money from IMF and gave uh, billions, you understand, billions of rupees uh, bribed to all the ministers before leaving. So as I said before, not a single cent of whatever money they take from the IMF is ever spent in Pakistan. And that is because the IMF also knows that all that money that it is giving to these people is not for the country, it's not for, uh, you know, for development purposes, but it is basically America paying its minions 
to keep up the good work of treason and what better way to uh, ensure the downfall of a country than to put uh, traitors in the topmost positions of that country which is the army the establishment the bureaucracy and these are the three institutions in pakistan that now we need to obliterate we have no choice but we need to obliterate these institutions completely because they are they their very foundations are rotted as i said many times before we need to remember that before leaving pakistan before leaving india the british uh planted their traitors in all the strategic positions within the army uh within the establishment within the bureaucracy and that is how they have ensured all their former colonies to remain one way or the other uh under them in the sense that we can never come out of that shadow we can never be truly independent we can never be truly sovereign states we are sovereign states in name only on paper only but not as functioning states um and as we know that in i think it was the 54 conference where uh uh britain officially handed over these duties to america to take care of all of this shit uh so america is obviously dutifully doing its uh job because again i would remind you people please stop living under the illusion that america is the richest the greatest the most independent country the leader of the free world america is anything but free America cannot be the leader of the free world because America itself is not free. America is also still very much a colony of Britain. Why else would they be following the British agenda till date? Um similarly, uh America is not the richest country just by um printing US dollars, you cannot become a rich country. Um you're just superficially raising the worth of your currency but your currency is actually worthless it is actually completely worthless and that is why actually america has been constantly um creating wars and terrorism inc- incidents in different countries because these are those countries that do not want to continue uh trading in us dollars they want to trade in their own currency or they want to trade in gold and they want to trade in other things that they can use that are more beneficial more advantageous to their countries as opposed to the american us dollar which is only beneficial to the american uh the american government i wouldn't even say the american economy because actually america is um it is actually in gen- if you look at it very carefully this is actually designed to be even more detrimental to the american economy you know and so all these crises these economic crises that we have seen every now and then erupting within america is because of this very reason that the dollar itself has no value they print they keep printing um all their paper money and they just flood the streets with it all over the world and then they say look our dollars you know but yeah it's not helping anybody within america either it's just helping the american government and and the american establishment really 
So at the end of the day, as I said, back to the, back to the pavilion, um, the crisis uh, that, you know, step by step that they've moved forward with, um, as I predicted, they're now going full frontal on it. Um, for example, if you remember, I've also been constantly talking about how LESCO has been and the, uh, the LESCO is, you know, uh, the Lahore Electric Supply Company, K Electric is Karachi Electric Supply Company. They all come under PEPCO, which is Pakistan Electric uh, production and supply company, which is basically Vabda, which was orig- the original name, which was Water and Power um, Company. So it was basically, uh, Vabda was the Water and Electricity Production Authority, or uh, something of the sort. I forgot the uh, actual name, but I guess it was something like that. Anyway, so the uh, Vabda, which is which later on decided to call itself Pepco, and then all these you know uh, BS of Lesco and K Electric and stuff started. Uh, it's still to all of us. It is still Vabda. Okay, so basically, as I said before, Vabda is always responsible for the actual loot, the actual plunder, the actual thieving. Okay, the actual stealing from the public whenever the illegal government or the army or the establishment is up to something. Um, and uh, as I've also mentioned many times that the, the illegal government, as soon as they came, they targeted those of us who have solar panels, those of us who produce electricity and we sell electricity to the Pakistani government. And, um, well, uh, obviously I was right um, because now they have specifically decided to, with this caretaker, with this illegal caretaker government now, we've got this illegal caretaker, Prime Minister Kakar, who is obviously a man of the establishment because he has always worked with the establishment. He was very obviously the establishment's man and he worked on alleged terrorism incidents um, with the, the establishment and with the army. And what does that tell you? That means he was deeply involved in all these uh, false flag operations that they called terrorist incidents. Uh, so he obviously was their man, and that is why he became the caretaker prime minister. He was brought in to further their plans to further destroy Pakistan. And what better way than to attack the citizens? They are not just physically attacking the citizens, as we all know. They have kidnapped people. They have raped people. They have killed people. Um, they have, uh, you can see the hidden hand of America behind the whole process because never in the history of Pakistan has, has this pattern ever occurred of kidnapping uh, minors and raping and or sexually assaulting females. Um, never has this uh, pattern ever occurred. This is a very, very Israeli pattern, as you see, and a very American pattern. So we all can see the hidden, which is no longer hidden, hand of America. And as we, as we continue to move forward, we see that now they've decided to attack those who have solar panels. So as I said before, we are already producing electricity and then we're selling that electricity to the government and the government is stealing from us said electricity. Why? Because we're not really selling the electricity to them anymore. Uh, during Imran Khan's government, we actually sold electricity and it was unit to unit. It had nothing to do with money. As many 
many units you sold is as many units you got in return, right? We were trading units of electricity. But since Shabash Sharif came, the first thing that he did within the first 48 hours was apart from emptying the treasury so that he could travel with his friends and family, um, was to immediately convert the selling rate into rupees. So now we had to sell them electricity and then we had to, uh, whatever they, they, would, they needed to pay us in return, they would deduct according to Pakistani rupee of the state-owned or the IPP, uh, you know, electricity, and that is the, how they would calculate and give us back whatever it is that they owed us, which was basically nothing because even when they did owe us, they started stealing so much of our electric uh, of our money in the sense that they billed us. So basically, it's it's like you're dealing with loan sharks, except you're not the one taking uh, you're not the one uh, in debt. It's weird how it's a reverse situation where the person who's in debt is acting like the loan shark. So actually the government is indebted to those of us who own solar systems at home. Um, but the government is at a gunpoint um, forcing us not just to uh, wave off the, uh, the original price or rate for the electricity sold, but it is also making us pay to them in the form of bills. So we're basically paying the government for selling them our own electricity. Imagine that. The government is making us pay them for selling them electricity. And now they want to go two steps further. Um, now the latest news is that Kakar, the illegal uh, caretaker prime minister, is trying uh, to create this, this sort of a law. He's trying to pass this, this bills through where he wants that already he is, you know, already, as I said, we are being charged uh, lower rates in the buying selling. So, for example, it's more like 25 rupees uh, per unit at the rate of which we're selling to them. And they are making us buy the their electricity at the rate of 62 rupees i think right so now they want uh that they should lower our rate even more and make it to uh to nine rupees for example i mean this is just to uh, to give you an idea so so they want us they, they want to lower the the buying rate to nine rupees per unit of solar electricity sold out to them and in return, they will, they are, they want to increase their own IPP's electricity um, up to maybe 92 rupees per unit, and that is the rate at which they want to deal with us. So you can imagine what's going to happen. You can, they're basically forcing us, as I said, is is the same thing as I said before. They're basically forcing us to buy electricity from them that we don't need. We're selling them electricity. Why? Because we're already producing excess amount of electricity. If anything, we're doing a great favor to the government. If anything, the production of electricity in Pakistan should be, as always, more than is actually used. What is the government doing with all that electricity that is buying from us? Why is the government still moaning about how we have electricity shortage? 
even when we, we did not have these uh, fake rental uh, plants, which was uh, thanks to Benazir who first introduced this corrupt uh, procedure where she introduced to us this rental power plant which produced nothing but because it was a rental power plant so now we had to pay them rent for not getting any electricity and so Nawaz Sharif decided that this was such a lucrative project he decided to bring in two more rental power plants and then Zardari when he came as a president he again also brought two more power rental plants uh, and rental power plants and one needs to ask them where are all these plants what are they doing not producing electricity and why are we paying them you understand that right so basically um, they want us to pay for electricity that we are not using because we're using our own electricity we're selling them excess electricity what are they doing wasting those billions of megawatts worth of electricity what are they doing with that because if you look at the number of solar panels uh, the, the the number of homes that have solar panels in them so in other words the number of people who are producing electricity then you can imagine the amount of electricity that is going to the government in excess and then think of how the government still wants us to buy electricity from them. So they're stealing electricity from us because they're not paying us our due rate and they are making us pay them as well. And now they want to lower the rates even more so that it's literally stealing. Literally it's going to be a steal um, where they're going to basically coerce us to give them all the electricity for free and at the same time force us to pay for usage of government electricity which isn't even government electricity why again because it's basically probably our electricity being brought back to us because look at it this way Nawaz Sharif used to sell potatoes and then import those same potatoes for double the rate Shabazz Sharif just exported all the sugar and then imported that same sugar for double rate that's what they're going to do with us, you know, with the electricity thing. So here is another way they're trying to paralyze the people, which is why I kept on and on saying that if we do not paralyze them, they will end up paralyzing us. I have been saying this for the past 16 months now. And people um, are, as I, that's why I keep on saying people are late coming out in the streets now. They're a bit late, but even now, they could have paralyzed the whole country in 24 hours, but the people did not do so. They did a partial paralysis, and that doesn't work. They should do a complete shutdown, uh, like Kashmir has done, like Gilgit Baldistan, they have done. Because see, now the army has gone towards the next step, which is again something that I've been talking about for a very long time. That whenever, um, whenever you have fifth columnists in your midst, um, one of the first signs that you see is uh, alleged terrorist activities in the most peaceful places of the country. So now suddenly we are hearing of so-called Taliban um, overtaking uh, villages in Chitral and in Kalash and, you know, in those valleys. And it makes you think about the Savat incident where Savat, which was actually never 
ever even uh, they never even saw a taliban in their life and suddenly uh taliban came during the specific army operation in which america had forced pakistan to fight with it on the war on terrorism so the minute pakistan decides to work with america on war on terrorism suddenly sawat has taliban and suddenly northern areas of pakistan have taliban yeah right i mean we could see right through that farce but unfortunately the american people and the european people were so stupid uh because they're so brainwashed by their media they have no alternative media they believe all that fabrication and all that fake news and obviously it's only now that they've woken up to reality but it, as i said sometimes it's just too late the american citizens are very slowly waking up to reality the the european citizens are still uh, i i would say still the american and european citizens are it's about 50 50 50% of the population has woken up to reality the other 50 is still steeped in their stupidity um which you can't really blame them for because as i said they've always been brainwashed by their mainstream media and they've never seen uh, or even you know take a notice of all, any alternative media they've never even uh, i think they don't even know that there is an alternative media that exists so um because of that pakistan suffered a huge loss as we know because suddenly um ttp arose and suddenly so these are these are um taliban uh, i mean taliban and pakistan do not exist okay and let's just repeat ourselves all over again taliban and pakistan do not exist um the taliban are basically afghans and they're in afghanistan and they are also basically basically under the cia which now is obviously exposed but now they're trying to change the narrative by saying that you know the new taliban of afghanistan are under the cia yeah no the whole concept of taliban was created by the cia and by pakistan army again working with the cia which is why i keep on reminding you people that pakistan army in the most strategic positions whenever a fifth columnist assigned by america comes into power in pakistan the first thing they do is to appoint a chief of army staff who is under them and so automatically that chief of army staff is the american puppet the minion who will do all the dirty deeds for america who will make it possible for the politicians to do all the the, the dirty deeds for america so you, i hope you you're understanding it better now so basically our army created these taliban uh members in pakistan so that they could create terrorist incidents and they allowed they literally worked with and allowed um the indian terrorists which is raw basically because india has always always been very active in terrorist activities in pakistan uh, and in other countries in asia mind you pakistan is not the only victim of indian terrorism um through its uh, raw but the thing is that pakistan doesn't make so much noise about it because it was always been very easy to foil uh the raw agents who ever come into pakistan they're very very easily foiled it really makes you wonder i mean seriously what is their caliber but anyway but um raw mossad 
um, and CIA, they actually have been working as a joint task force um, very, very uh, diligently on promoting terrorism in Pakistan. And their main, uh, their main areas, now listen to this, their main areas have always been KPK. Their main areas have been KPK, Peshawar side, um, then up to uh, the northern areas, like they went all the way up to Waziristan, Sawat, and this time now they're touching Kalash and Chitral. And this can give you a very good idea if you look at the map, look at Pakistan's map, it can give you a very good idea of how they keep on touching the same areas or their surrounding areas over and over again. Why? Because these are areas that are near borders. So in other words, what do they tell you? It tells you that these are areas that can be um, accessed by these countries through Afghanistan, through Russia, through India, right? So you can actually access these, uh, these, these places are nearer to the borders, which means easy access. That is one thing you need to understand. Um, so that is why they would always, you would always have, very conveniently, you would always have terrorist attacks in these areas of Pakistan. Um, and these, who again, who is behind it? Our own army, our own establishment. Traitors working with foreign entities to create terrorist incidents so that they can take over control. You know, from chaos comes order. This is the American pattern, again, you can see, because the British and the Americans, um, they have, especially the Americans, their whole pattern is create chaos so that from therein you can form an order. And that is what they're doing in Pakistan. That is what they have been doing for a very long time. Notice the convenient timings of these incidents. Always, always at very convenient timings, you will have terrorist incidents. And it's not just in Pakistan, mind you. In America, the 9-11 farce, just so that um, your president, your then president, uh, could pass the bill on uh, surveillance, which was actually something that the whole Senate was against. Um, and senators actually warned people in the media that um, there will be a huge incident just to enable the, this bill to be passed. And that huge incident was 9-11. But again, the people were so stupid. All the, actually, then I cannot be, uh, blame the people because actually surprisingly about, I think 65% of the American population knew or admitted or um, said that they felt that this was a false flag operation. And um, about 40-something um, felt that it was real. So yeah, I guess the Americans had begun to sort of wake up a bit. They had realized that their government was no saint. Um, but I mean, again, this, this is in Europe, in Germany, and in other countries, those very sudden terrorist activities, those very convenient bombings that could never have happened, they were again, um, you know, done by uh, America and its allies to ensure that the, you know, uh, that the pro-Palestinian um, shift occurs towards pro-Israel um, and, you know, and also to force them into this war um, against terror 
against terrorism charade, you know. So that is basically what is going to happen now. So basically, um, in Kashmir and in Gilgit Baldistan and in all over the other parts of the country, people are burning down their bills, refusing to pay them because these bills are illegal. The amount is wrong. Everything is wrong. They're stealing from us. And number two, as always, they they themselves are the ones not paying the bills. They themselves are the ones stealing electricity. Um, the elites, the bureaucrats, the the members of of the vabda you know the the employees of vabda um the uh the the government um employees in government institutions um they are all actually stealing electricity they're basically using free electricity and they want to get that money out of, out of us in the form of hidden illegal taxes plus they want to steal our electricity that we produce and already are selling to them for almost for free um now now they want to continue attacking different very very strategic areas very obvious areas of pakistan you know so that they can create this terrorism you know hullabaloo and then you know the army will hey presto the army has come and saved the day once again killed so many talibans and killed yeah all those talibans that you're killing are those really poor people who are ready to commit suicide for you people just for a few dollars you're paying them you're hiring them um and you're promising to take care of their families after they die you're promising to give them loads of money if they survive even you would take care of them if they don't survive you'll take care of their families so yeah that is what is going on people are just being hired to act as terrorists um with the promise of a few dollars so that is how it's always been that is how it is today that is how it will always be again as i said it's not just pakistan if you look very carefully in other countries that is exactly what's going on except in other countries together with um with the you know with hiring of a local uh, people living below poverty um there are also obviously the uh, those under the cia umbrella or under other cia allies you can say intelligence agencies their umbrellas so you've got that going on and that is why you know um it's 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 always very miraculously solved also so as i said before in my last podcast that um we will see which crimes are going to be committed we are going to see how suddenly uh certain crimes are going to be exposed as if they're new but they're actually decades old but they're going to make a, a a big fuss out of those crimes and then they're going to make an even bigger fuss showing that how they've curbed those crimes and i told you that we will also predict um you know terroristic incidents and as you can see they have started um how far they're going to take them because people are not believing them obviously the people of pakistan actually do not trust they we do not have blind trust towards our government or institutions unlike other so called developed countries where they seem to just fall for every lie you know hook and sinker um but not in pakistan in pakistan people are very skeptical so people are not buying it and the more people are not buying it i'm afraid the more the 
army and the establishment and the illegal government are going to um, push on uh, with more desperate measures. This is why I would again call out to the people and say, please, do not just protest. Do not do a partial shutdown. Do a 100% complete shutdown of the country. Do a 100% complete paralysis because we need to cripple the army right now. We need to cripple the government. We need to cripple them all because they are all traitors. We remember, we are the masters. They're the servants. We need to remind them their place. We need to remind them that they do not own the state and they are not the state. We own the state and we are the state. They are our servants. And if they cannot do their jobs, they need to be eliminated. So here's to hoping for a miracle, although to be very honest, I don't see anyone coming anytime soon. Um, this is me signing out for the Hafiz.